You're listening to Trek FM. Hello and welcome to episode 25 of Commentary Trek Stars, a show which deals with the work of Star Trek creators outside of Star Trek. I'm Mike. I'm Max. And today we are joined by my nondescript wife, Melissa. Hello. Nondescript. Last time I said lovely and she got all mad at me. It was weird. (laughs) Um, And we are going to be talking about Branham Braga's second television creation, which is Flash Forward. All right. Do you want to skip to the end? It's terrible. Okay. No, uh, I liked it. So, Melissa, your your relationship with Star Trek is kind of intrinsically tied to your relationship with me, like it or not. Fair enough. Well, I I remember trying to show you many many episodes of Star Trek over the years, and you being like, "Ah, whatever." And, like, we used to always watch episodes of Deep Space Nine every Tuesday night before the Tuesday Night Movie Club, just going through the series. And before, um, you know, we got to crossover, we did uh, a a throwback to the original series and watched Mirror Mirror. And you watched it, and you were like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And then instead of watching the movie with us that night, you went upstairs and uh, with season one of the original series and started watching that instead... And a year later, you had seen every single hour of Star Trek ever produced. Yeah, something like that. I think I was skeptic before because what I know is from Next Generation with more of Whoopi's character, Guyan. Mm-hmm. So I don't really care for those episodes too much. So I think it was nice to see other things. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Whatever works. Needless to say, you're a fan of Star Trek. Correct. Yeah. Specifically Spock. Of course. Okay. Now, as far as uh, Brandon Braga's work in Star Trek, what do you think? I mean, he created Enterprise. You an Enterprise fan? I think it's a lot better than people think it is, so it's all right, yeah. All right. Well, today we are going to be talking about his second show, Flash Forward. We already said that. Is this a flashback to that? I guess so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're trying to piece together what we were doing. It's based on a book by Robert J. Sawyer. It was co-created by Braga and David S. Goyer, who uh, was the writer of Batman Begins and uh, the other Dark Knight movies he had a hand in, and, and the new Man of Steel, as well as Blade, and a bunch of other things. Yes. When was the book made? I think it was 97. For those people who haven't seen it, Flash Forward is... uh, Exactly what it sounds like. Basically, the entire world blacks out for two minutes. And in that time, everyone sees a vision of the future six months from now. Now the FBI needs to investigate what happened and why. Because the FBI would do that. Before it happens again. That makes sense, right? Well, they would. Why wouldn't well, they? Well, the because, way they explain it, it because does. they're the FBI. <laughs> well, I mean, they, 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 well, the way that it's explained in the show is that there's like an FBI task force, and the reason yeah. why they sort of take charge is because somebody has to. And you know, this guy had a vision of yeah. of working on the case. Yeah, it's completely ridiculous. 
I don't know. That I think is the the least of this show's problems. Um, maybe it is. Well, you know, before we get too far into <laughs> it, Melissa, what did you think of Flash Forward? I liked it. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was a fun concept. I can't imagine it lasting for longer than it did. Maybe an extra half a season, but I can imagine it doing two seasons with the concept. What about you, Max? Did you? How much of the show have you seen? I don't know. It's uh, enough. I I remember when the 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 I don't know what you'd call it the ground campaign to market this um, pilot. Uh, when the, you know the troops landed and all the banners and the cannons were going off, and it was like flash forward this Wednesday was it Wednesday or Thursday? Uh, and I was like, oh my god, I don't know what the hell that show is. And uh, and there were people, there were like you know websites here and there, like oh we're, we've seen the pilot to flash forward, and here's what it's about. And I was like, I don't know, flash forward. It's not really that that title doesn't really catch my interest. And so I was just like, whatever, I'll watch the beginning, the first episode. And I watched the first episode, and I was like, oh, flash forward. They flash forward to the to the future, and they see the future. And so now I've got to watch at least two episodes of characters trying to figure out if it's the or a. Uh. And I'm like, pretty easy to find out, guys. Pretty easy to find out. Well, they try. No, they try like idiots. They try like like idiotic children trying to figure out uh, like what wh- what oh god like how far away the moon is. Oh, I know. Let's get a rock and throw it up there, and we'll know based on the strongest kid who finally hits the moon how far away the moon is. They're like idiots on the show. They do the dumbest possible series of events to try to piece together this mystery, as though there's no logical way of resolving these questions. And then somebody kills themselves in order to prove that it's a future and not the future. As if that is the only way you could possibly do it. And I, as an audience member, thought, there is no way that the people making this show think that the audience is intelligent. Because that is the most blatant, shameless, overdramatic way of ending an episode ever. I don't think they were trying to be surprising with that. I don't think any of that was supposed to... Maybe it's not supposed to be surprising, but I felt that it was pandering. And, you know, when, when a character kills themselves as part of a dramatic, like, story point... But it was... I mean, you kind of expect him to do that. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. when it happened, I was embarrassed for them. I think, I think what you're saying is there wasn't supposed to be, like, a twist... It was supposed to be, they're just like showing the information as it unfolded instead, right? It's not like they're saying like, oh my god, this is the future. No, no, wait, look what happens. It's more along the lines of just like, yeah, this is... The problem there is that the, the bulk of the episode was dealing with that question. And and like this character is going through. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was something... Well, he, he, it, it, he, in his flash forward, it was revealed that... He was responsible for the death of another person, right? Like accidentally, yeah. He, he felt guilty about something, right? So, so he, yeah. so he sent this woman a letter saying, "Like, look, now you're going to live because I'm dead, mm-hmm. so I can't kill you." Perfect, makes perfect sense. Yeah. So he he did it not so much to prove. I mean, he did use that as an act as to make a statement mm-hmm. to the world, right. but I think internally he did it. 
Because he didn't want to be responsible for someone else's death. Right, and the only way to do that was to kill himself. That's, that's I think, the only way that he knew for sure. That's the only way he knew for sure. Mm-hmm. I could think of about a thousand other ways. Yeah, okay. it was kind of disappointing when they did that, but yeah. it would, you would have expected like one of the few people on this task force who could solve the problem to kind of stick with it and try to find another way to save her. Yeah. But. Well, personally, um, I, I did not like the show that much. Um, I, I remember when it came out, too, and being excited for it because of the people involved, because it was David Goyer and Brandon Braga, and both of them had pretty good track records. And um, I was anticipating the premiere, and I remember recording it, and then um, by the time that it had aired and the time that I had watched it, sort of the word on the street was that the show was not very good. And um, that kind of tainted my view of it going into it. But uh, once I did watch it, I, uh, the pilot anyway, I, I thought that that was pretty cool. But upon watching the whole show, I think that it doesn't really work um, as a series. The well, that's because premise it is interesting, but it, it doesn't really work as it a series. Doesn't work as a series, and the premise doesn't work as a series. Yeah, I agree with be. you guys. I never really thought about that. I mean, yeah. like a mini. What do you guys think in like a mini movie or something? Well, I mean, the book seems to have a a much stronger premise. But you didn't? Did you read the book? No, but I read about it. Um, basically, in the book, um, for one thing, uh, they're not. It doesn't follow law enforcement agencies. It follows scientists. Makes much more sense. Basically, the guy who the guy who had the uh, who was going to have the affair with the main character's wife. Was he in the Department of Energy? He was a scientist working on with the uh, large hadron collider. collider, the LHC. Yeah. So he's in Switzerland. I don't know what I don't know what exactly where he was, but he was essentially working on that, and there was an experiment. Oh, but I mean, this was written in um, like ninety seven in or the nineties. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I mean, he could have been anywhere because it was basically like still being right designed then. And and he, uh, you know, they accidentally caused this. And also in, yeah. in in this thing, it it they flashed forward twenty years instead of just six months. Mm-hmm. So there weren't necessarily a bunch of people freaking out over the fact that they were going to be dead in six months because there was a lot of stuff that was going to happen in, in the meantime. So, but mm-hmm. they flashed forward later on. I got yeah in the last episode. Spoilers. <laughs> no, yeah in in the last episode. Yeah, they do flash forward. 20 years so perhaps season two but i mean I at that point i don't think that counts as a spoiler no yeah because i mean it's, it's a show called flash forward i mean if it was you know if it was flash forwards then that might be more obvious but flash forward alone implies that this is what the show is about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah i i was not a big fan of it but my, my big problem i guess was more um the way that it was presented it felt very forced. It felt like, you know, they were really trying to replicate what Lost did, but where Lost did it organically, this show I felt did it as more of a gimmick. You know, like Lost It's patronizing and pandering. Lost had a, a gimmick, but it was built into the show. It was like this is what the show is and, and the thing that people responded to was the mystery. Now this one they were like, We need a show with a mystery. I, and, and it wasn't really that that didn't work for me. Well, I think the problem is that the people who made Lost didn't really want to make a show about mysteries, mm-hmm. 
and and that mystery that they used to sort of get all the characters together and have them go through these things so they could do this crazy story. Right. That was very fun for them, and people responded to the mystery. People were waiting for like answers to the mysteries, and then they started giving answers to those, and they were like, we're no good at this! This isn't our deal! This isn't why we're making the show, you guys! Stop complaining about the mysteries being stupid! And and then they finally, you know, came up with answers to these very stupid mysteries, and then, of course, everybody was like, oh, that was terrible! Those answers to those mysteries were terrible! Why did you come up with those terrible answers? I know! Let's make a show where we come up with good answers to those mysteries. But of course, you can't come up with a show that's based around mysteries that has good answers because then you can solve them. And if the audience solves them, the game is over. So you've got to have mysteries that don't have good answers. Hence, flash forward. Well, the the other thing that they would do is like say like here's a clue, here's a, a nugget, a piece of information which will, you know, brings a, about another side of this mystery or whatever, and then yeah. you know. Like, they kind of, like, drop it in there, like, maybe at the end, almost like a cliffhanger, and you're like, okay, well, let's see where they go with this. Yeah. And then the next episode, they don't mention it at all. And then maybe ten episodes later, they'll be like, remember that thing? Oh, we're going to talk about it again for a few minutes now. But yeah. the, it's over a short period of time. There's no way that they can understand what the clue meant. He doesn't even know. He just knows there was a picture on his board. Well, so, I, I mean, mean, I'm not. I'm not even saying necessarily like. <laughs> it's true, though. It's not, I remember the picture on the board. I mean, we, all, we already know what all the clues are because we've already seen his board. But I mean, we don't know what they are. Neither does he. He just knows he needs to put it on his board. I guess I'm not even really talking about like the actual clues, like in in the show. There's a significant problem to that, by the way. Huh? I'm, I'm talking doesn't about. It doesn't matter. I have to go to the time travel logic, but there's a significant problem to the board. But I, I'm talking about more along the lines of like you know. Like looking at it from like a writer's standpoint, and saying like we're going to drop this clue in for yeah. the audience, and then we'll pick it up later. We'll pick up that plot thread later on. Right. It would be. It would be like, like if, about a lot if the Enterprise stuff. like picked up a Borg and they like opened it up and they were like, "Whoa, look at this Klingon logo!" Obviously, they were made by Klingons, and then you know they never followed it up again until like next season. And they were like, "Hey, remember that logo we found on the Borg? This is the guy that made the Borg." Yeah. He's a Klingon. It would yeah. be stupid and weird. And you'd be sp- you'd spent that entire interval thinking, why did they show us that in order to not follow up on it? And then when they finally did, they were like, yep, that's what it said. That's what it was. It sure, sure, sure was exactly what you thought it was when you first saw it. Mm-hmm. No mystery, no revelation. I don't know. I guess I didn't really see any of the clues as being huge significance. I mean, I think the whole point of the show was to prove that, hey, this has happened and it will happen again. And I think that's basically all it does. All I think that's all it's supposed to do. All of this is You're talking about BSG, of, of course. Yeah. Again. <laughs> we talked about this a little bit, but um, it, it definitely does feel like this show is a response to Lost being off ABC's schedule. It's a, it's a, uh, the, the problem is that the desperation reads on the show's face. You can see the show sweating trying to look and act like Lost. Mm-hmm. It's doing all the Lost dance moves. It's playing all the Lost big, you know, like, chart toppers. They even put that Hobbit in it. The Lost Hobbit. Oh, they, they put the Lost Hobbit in? Yeah. What I don't are remember. The, I don't what are you guys remember. talking about? Um, the guy from... Uh, He's, uh, of the two, like, um, Dumb and Dumber Hobbits, he was the taller one. The, he, he was the guy... In the show, he was the guy who, <laughs> who got his finger cut off. The guy who was awake during the blackout. Oh, okay. Mm. He he was in Lost as well. Okay. He was also Lost. Okay. Yeah. So there was, you know, this this 
I think, definite the, attempt to... But it's, I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, after Lost, it wasn't just Flash Forward. Every network tried to come up with their Lost. But, but specifically this, crap. I mean, ABC Studios, yeah. you know. This one, uh, and this one, like, the, the obviousness is sort of it starts embarrassing. With, it starts with the Oceanic uh, Airlines yeah. logo, which is the airline that, or the plane that crashed and lost, you know. I don't know. It's it. It really did feel like that. Like this is the next big thing. You know, we're telling you this is the next big thing. We're going to make this the next big thing. And it's like I don't think you really can make a next big thing like that. I think no. it just has to happen. That's well. That's that's sort of the exact problem because I mean, like Lost actually defied logic by being like introduced as the next big thing. Was it really? Oh I yeah. So, yeah, you don't make the the biggest budget pilot ever. Oh, yeah, that's true. In order to make it like another thing that's going to be not the next best thing. Yeah, this will be a thing that's not the next biggest thing. No, I mean they 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 pushed that to be the next big thing, and it it took off. And I think possibly because it's been it had been a while since you know like America got really swept up in a you know a serialized epic drama. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I mean I can't think of like the last time that many people watched something so closely. Maybe Twin Peaks. So oh. if this would have came on before Lost, would it have done better? No, no, no. I think it would have actually done a lot worse. Because for I me, mean, for one thing, like there's no there's no uh, mechanism. I mean, the mechanism was in place after Lost. People knew what how to watch a show like this. And before Lost, people were like, uh, I mean, you know. Oh, what do you do on what do you? What, I mean, primetime TV. I mean, serial, extremely serialized drama didn't really happen back then. So, yeah. like, in order for like serialized stuff, I mean, you had to go to like the the higher numbers. Uh, and and for like ABC, NBC, CBS, they never did anything like this for like like fifteen years. Well, the you know the, the problem is twofold. For one thing, this show would not have been made before a lost. You know, because someone would come to them with the concept and they would have said this is stupid. Um, but assuming that that you flashed forward to having made a show called Flash Forward, yeah. and you know it's it's you know the early two thousands, you're like, hey, I know, I've got this idea for a show. I flashed forward and I saw it. It's called Flash Forward. It's about a guy who flashes forward and sees a good idea for a TV show, and then they make that show. I mean, then well, it only it, happens with billions of people. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that wouldn't be a show if it was just one guy who saw a Flash Forward. <laughs> okay, take that early edition. But, uh, it, you know, the, the other thing about that is, like, I think, you know, sort of the impact that, that Lost had, you know, and, and them talking about how this was the next Lost, that led a lot of people to tune in initially. I think that it was a double-edged sword, though. Like the best kind of sorts. Mm-hmm. Because people tuned in because they were like, all right, I loved watching Lost, but I hated the way it ended. I hope this show doesn't do that. And within two episodes, you know it will. Well, we could talk about the abrupt ending, uh, or, or a lot of that, you know, what was a result of um, the fact that they, I'm assuming, thought it was going to go on for a, another season. That's how it goes. That's just how it goes. But it really has, like, a, a huge cliffhanger. You know, there is no real resolution. That's I don't feel unusual. like that's a cliffhanger, though. Well, To I, me, I mean, it's like, you're going to go through the same thing all over again. You're trying to find clues to the Flash. It's like they know why it happened. Yeah. And they have ideas how to stop it. I mean, who cares if they flash forward again? Right. I guess the the thing is the dad, but who cares about him? Well, that's the thing. In terms of the you characters. You know, he's alive. I mean, maybe. Right? I don't know. Do we? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess you do because he... 
Because it's like it looks like the daughter is looking back, and they're like, "Hey, you found him." Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I could see this show actually functioning, like with this with its crazy absurd premise, but it would require being crazy, and doing some really outlandish things, and that was one of the weird things about Lost that it actually managed to get like like a standard mainstream audience to go along with some really wild ideas. What kind of wild ideas did you want now? I mean, like, ultimately, it's a time travel show. I mean, it's information traveling back in time. Like, they could easily just run with that and just say, all right, season two, people traveling back in time. Well, I mean, you didn't need to do that. But, I mean, the thing that they were setting up, I don't know if you saw this later on, but, like, with Baltar and stuff like that is, you know... He's responsible for it. No, he's not responsible for it, but he is, like... somebody was. He's one of... Yeah, let him tell the story. (laughs) I'm trying to remember. (laughs) <laughs> he, he's one of many people who um, essentially were used as guinea, big, guinea pigs for for um, for. A, a they group. did experiments. Yeah, they basically. did experiments. Penny gigs. Uh, where where they 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 sent them through, um, you know, various. They kept on making them flash forward to various points in times, and people would see, you know, like like Baltar's character would see, like. Him a, flashing forward? Well, a different because that would suck. A, a bunch of <laughs> a bunch of different like alternate realities, yeah. you know. And he'd say like ninety five percent of the time this happens. Oh, that never happens. Mm-hmm. You know, this is gonna it has a fifty percent chance of happening. You know, that kind of thing. So I'm yeah. sure that's kind of what they would have done more of. Even though it ends with the world flashing forward twenty years. Yeah, that's like a- the book. That's a yeah. mistake. And then they have the scientists. So basically they're good at continuing from the book's the perspective. Book. Could be, yeah. So this was kind of like an intro? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I think, you know, if, if you look at the, the way that it was adapted, and, you know, this is Brandon Braga and David Goyer, that's, I think, where, where they came in, taking the basic premise but changing it and making it, you know, not just a, an accident but a conspiracy and also bringing in the law enforcement <laughs> agencies and stuff like that. There, there was a definite. The law know. enforcement agency thing is a problem. The conspiracy thing is an obvious mechanism. Anytime you want to have a show run one without like a mystery, just say that there's a conspiracy because you can easily explain away everyone's actions. Mm-hmm. Somebody comes in who you think you know is the bad guy, and they save your ass. Why? Because. He's part of a conspiracy, you guys. He was trying to get you into the position that you'll be in at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. We don't know what that is yet. But when you get there, we'll say that he knew that that's what was going to happen. Yeah. Conspiracies. The, the, the easiest way to write a conspiracy is to just not bother coming up with it beforehand. Well, that's quite possibly what they did here. I don't know. It's it's totally what they did here. It's obvious because they, I mean it's not even they didn't even bother having any conspirators. They just said there's a conspiracy. No, they had they brought in conspirators later on. No, no, but they didn't actually bother to explain how the conspiracy functioned. Um, I can't remember. Did they? Did they talk about how the conspiracy? What the conspiracy was? Why these people were flashing forward? Like what caused them to flash forward? Mm-hmm. And like who the people were who they were like controlling it. them? Yeah, they did explain. I don't really remember, but um, it was basically with the experiment that they were working on. It they needed kind of like catalyst, right? The, for the it. experiment. And that's what this guy set up, the scientist. Yeah, the the experiment was not like in, like they thought that the, like the scientists thought that he had caused the flash forward, but in reality, he had just amplified it mm-hmm. to a point that you know 
made it you know cover the entire world like he was supposed to right but there were there was a evil organization which was doing little flash forwards for like individual people yeah um well we talked a little bit about the time travel i think that's kind of interesting in that you know this is a show created by brandon braga and he seems to love time travel uh, what what did you guys think about uh, about that? This as a Braga series, you know, you know, does it make sense that the first non Star Trek show that Brandon Braga would create would be a time travel show? Well, I've only seen this in Enterprise, so. Well, he hasn't really done anything else. I mean, like if you look at, but I mean, like if you look at like the the stuff that he's done in Star Trek, he's done, you know. Enterprise, which had time travel in it, all good things. It's, it's mostly time travel. First actually. contact, okay. like uh, uh, he's done so time travel a million times. It makes sense then. Enterprise yeah. is more or less an alternate history. Did what, what did you, what did you think about that, Max? I think it's an embarrassment. <laughs> okay. Why is it an embarrassment? Because I don't. I, don't, I honestly, I'm, I'm continually mystified by why people don't understand time travel. I don't understand. I don't it. think it's that complicated. I, I and every time I talk about it, people are like, "That's crazy complicated." And you know, a while back we were doing an episode, and I was like trying to explain something time travel wise, and everybody was like, "Yeah, we get it, we get it." And then you responded with something, and I was like, "Nope," but you just said totally revealed that you did not know what I was talking about. It's it's complicated. It's not. It's not. Either there's one timeline or there's many. It's not complicated. I don't understand why people people are confused by it. It seems pretty simple to me. But I'm frustrated by people's inability to understand time travel because it seems so plainly obvious how it should work. That every time people deal with it, I sit there thinking, it's either the future or a future. You should be able to figure this out within 30 seconds. Well, it took them six episodes to figure it out. Completely, unbelievably embarrassing. Embarrassing as a person who watches science fiction series. I'm embarrassed that people are unable to piece this together. Okay, Let's say that you have a flash forward, Max. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and you're, we flash for, forward to six months in the future, so it's October. Um, uh, let's say October of 2013, and you find yourself uh, sitting in a movie theater watching um, Sin City: A Dame to Kill For. Sure. Okay. Let's assume that this is possible. Well, let's, I mean, you know, and, and then you, you flash back. Maybe I have a head injury at you, some point between now and then. You, you wake up. You wake up. So I forget hang that on, everything on. Robert Rodriguez does is crap. Hang on. You wake up. You wake up now. Mm-hmm. And, and you're, you, you think to yourself, how did I end up watching Sin City, a dame to kill for? Obviously, I've been kidnapped. And some grand conspiracy was at play. Okay. So you want to find out whether or not you will indeed be sitting in a theater in October watching Sin City, A Dame to Kill For. And we'll return to this, you know, like like next season. Whoa, no, like next no, season finale, no. we'll find out whether or not you actually were sitting, you, you do go to sit in this no, theater no, 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 in October. No. The, question, the question isn't, do I see the movie in a theater or at that theater or at that screening? The question is, was I seeing my future right, or a future? Mm-hmm. And determining that is incredibly easy. So how do you determine it? Well, what what was in what was in this particular vision? Did I see my hands? Well, you tell me. You were in a theater. Let's say let's say I saw let's say I was eating something. Mm-hmm. I was probably I got some Reese's pieces. I often get Reese's pieces when I'm in a theater because mm-hmm. they're very fun to eat. I certainly did not have a giant crazy dragon tattoo on my hand. Mm-hmm. But I will now. <laughs> Therefore, 
not the future, but a future. Okay. I don't know if I understand. I'm a little slow. I mean, I always see a, f- a future. What is this the future? Well, it's like they were trying to figure out on the show. Like, they see their visions, and the question is, are they going to, is that actually going to happen no matter what we do? That sounds like a religious thing. Well, yeah. It's that's, not. Okay, it's not. Like, explain to me how it's not a religious thing when we kind of categorize as the future. Okay. Let's say you, let's say there's a time machine at the end of this room. Uh-huh. Okay. You go into that time machine, you pull whatever button or push lever, and you end up back in time 30 seconds. Okay. All right. Back now, in time? Back in time, 30 seconds. You go back okay. in time, 30 seconds. All right. So right now, you get up, you walk over there, you hit the button, you come back in time, 30 seconds, which means we, we already saw you arrive. But that's not how they did this. Right. But I mean, like, if you did show up uh-huh. and said, hey, I'm here from 30 seconds in the future. And then I said, hold on, Melissa, don't get in that machine. Let's see if the universe collapses. Okay. Now, obviously, it's not going to. Because any system that requires, uh, a, a, like, a human interaction in order to maintain a, a, a time loop is going to break down. Because on a basic level, you go back in time, you've changed the past. Which means no matter what gets in the time machine and goes back in time 30 seconds, it's not the same person. So that's a future. That's a future. But the future, a single future, would be you arrive back in time and say, look, Melissa, here's the thing. I'm not a different you. I'm actually you in the future. In your future, you will be saying these words exactly, which is why you don't need to bother trying to remember the order, because it will come to you intuitively, without any forethought, because this is you in the future. But if I'm, <laughs> am I right in thinking that as far as scientists are concerned, they generally think that a uh, is more likely than the? Um, no, actually, there's sort of a split. The, the, because many worlds theory, which is an actual thing, is has has some support, but it's sort of fuzzy. It's tenuous. There are people who don't agree with it because they think it's an easy out. They think it's, think it's an uh, inelegant solution. And so much of astrophysics and quantum mechanics has been determined by elegance. They assume that because it's such an inelegant solution, there must be something wrong with it. So what which do you think is uh or the... We're at the point where we can't really make that call because it's sort of that um, like classic problem of how do you prove A or B? Because the, the, the logic of many worlds theory results in the phenomena that we would call um, wave-particle duality. You know what I'm talking about? No. Great. That's okay. Don't worry about okay. it. You know what? Let's but, move on. Well, we're just about out of time. Uh, any final thoughts on Flash Forward, Melissa? I liked it. That's it. Well, what do you want me to say about it? I'm not really sure you do with this final thought thing. It just basically, you know, anything, you know, general general thoughts, you know, sum it up for, you know, someone who hasn't uh hasn't hasn't seen it. What would you say to someone? They flash forward. There's not much to say. All right. Max, final thoughts? They don't flash forward. The title is a lie. It's it has nothing to do with time travel or flashbacks or flash forwards. All right. So his answer is acceptable, mine wasn't. No. Oh, so why aren't you pressing him? Don't you have anything else to say? Don't you have more? <laughs> because it's. I think that the final thought thing is weird. I think I've spent the entire episode talking about what's wrong with the show. Okay, it's just a, ni- a nice way of wrapping things up. But that's okay. We'll skip it for this week. You know what else is nice? But way you of know wrapping what was weird? Up? In paper. Let's end it there. Next week, what are you guys talking about? All right. Well, we're just about out of time this week. What, uh, uh, Melissa, 
Wait, what? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing it. He's, an a, edit, he's ignoring I'm, us. I'm so doing, I'm doing an that. editorial thing so that I can edit all that stuff out and then make it, you know, much more. So if whenever he doesn't say true. anything, you just like inject some audio, it makes I'm, it possible for him to edit. I'm changing the future. He's flashing I'm ma- forward. I'm, ma- I'm flashing forward. I'm making the future my own. <laughs> I've seen the future, which which is is, so is, now- a, is an edited episode of this thing, <laughs> which has two people. When I ask them what the final thoughts are, saying. Um, you know things which which are, are basically nothing, and I decided to see if I could change that future into one where there is a podcast where uh, we just skip over the final thoughts and make it much smoother. Okay, but now so- I'm seeing a third future in which I leave this all in. No, don't do. Okay, that's I, the answer. Answer found. Answer given. Never ignore gold when it falls in your lap. Okay, final thoughts. Never no. ignore gold when it falls <laughs> oh, in no your lap. Anyway, Melissa, here's an interesting experiment. If you were to give people your your Twitter handle and people were to start following you, would that in effect make you start tweeting? No. All right. Well, you can tweet us, and uh, we'll see what happens at ComTrackStars, or you can email us at ComTrackStars at gmail.com, or you can find our other show at CommentaryTrackStars.com, or you can go onto the Trek.fm forums and uh, talk to us there, or talk about any of the other shows on this network, which are much less confusing than this one. That's 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 it for for the one um, non-Trek Brandon Braga uh, television show uh, out there. We will be back next week with our big season finale in which uh, we will talk about Braga's career as a television creator and perhaps leave you on a cliffhanger which will never be resolved. 